0: It's outside the box, questioning all forms of force. Today's topic is demilitarizing police. A few weeks ago, I attended a rally to protest the killing of African American George Floyd. One of the signs at the rally simply said, Abolish the police. The city of Minneapolis and maybe other communities are considering something similar. And this call is not new. Police have been saying people have been saying this for decades. Could this happen? Would it help people to feel more secure rather than less? The next question might be what do we put in their place? How do you provide community safety and security? for all residents without police 50 years ago police chief victor sizankus of menlo park california near san francisco and san jose tried to answer that question sizankus didn't want to abolish the police but he did want to remake their image and demilitarize them according to sizankus police were doing law enforcement the wrong way too much enforcement with an emphasis on force, arrests, and lockups, instead of being problem solvers. The chief decided not to measure an officer's success or failure by the number of arrests or convictions, but measure by the number of problems solved without the need for any legal action. After all, the motto of the police is to protect and serve. Let them do just that. He rejected most control technology, more powerful weapons, tear gas, vehicles, handcuffs, even though lots of federal money was offered for that hardware. Sazankas began with new uniforms, a brown blazer, white shirt, tie, and dark slacks with a police insignia on the pocket. No dark blue. He also created an unranked force All officers had the same status. Police cars were painted in pastel colors. Police were given more discretion in how to relate to possible conflict situations, termed passive prevention, so they could focus on problem solving, not arrest. 80% of what police did every day involved situations that required more of a social work perspective. Then the law enforcement one. Victor Cizankas created new communications between police and the local community, which was majority white and middle class, but also had a black neighborhood where trust in police was much lower. Classes in black history were offered to police. Officers got more pay and more training. Menlo Park was not a quiet suburb in the late 1960s, in early 70s, it faced racism and responses to it, even a series of bombings by right-wingers against Stanford University facilities in the city. Half the police force quit as a result of Sazankas' reforms, but new recruits were hired on. The experiment in demilitarizing the police had both successes and failures. Changing the uniforms did impact how part of the community viewed the police and was picked up by other departments around the country. Assaults on police were reduced. The white community had greater respect for the police, but African Americans continued to distrust them. Menlo Park was able to attract some funding for experimental practices to replace money for more hardware that the department had rejected. However, not all police adjusted to the new problem-solving mandate for for the department. In unusual situations, where there was no obvious problem-solving procedure, officers usually reverted to their old, force-based training. When Sazankas moved to Stamford, Connecticut in 1977 to become the police chief, he faced stiffer resistance from police and especially their unions, For any reforms. Before changes took hold in Stamford, Sazankas died of a heart attack in 1980 at age 43. Fast forward 40 years. Police remain a very militarized force, leading to fear and distrust, especially from people of color and even many whites, due to killings, harsh treatment of recent demonstrations against police violence and their overall militaristic way of enforcing laws. Through their unions and associations, cops have prioritized self-protection over community protection. Many who joined or were sympathetic to recent demonstrations against racism and police brutality support either a completely different police force or no police at all. They're searching for alternative ways to provide public safety and security to communities. Most agree that increased funding for education, programs for youth, those with substance use disorder, and mental health issues are better priorities than more funding for police. But undoing racism that's so ingrained in U.S. culture is a major stumbling block, along with the difficulties of instituting different, less force-based and militaristic ways to maintain public safety and security efforts by victor suzankis menlo parks police chief might have been an early attempt to tackle both these are two challenges that will likely remain for years to come do you think police are too militaristic should departments be defunded and or disbanded what should be the role of police if any in our legal and public safety systems. I'm Larry Danzinger, supporting almost any experiments to change policing.